Welcome to Face Value with me, Brock Elbank. I'm a London-based photographer who over the past decade has documented well over 500 incredible human beings from around the world for various portrait series, including beards, freckles, vitiligo, CMN, and most recently scars, with a simple aim to raise body positive and mental health awareness through my Instagram page, Mr. Elbank. This podcast, in conjunction with the Brock Elbank Foundation, goes back through my archive and has conversations with former subjects for these series to discuss their incredible journeys and inspiring stories. So please sit back, relax and enjoy. Thank you for listening. Welcome to episode nine of Face Value with me, Brock Elbank. Today, as I've just mentioned off air, we've blown the production budget to fly in from Tooting, the one and only... Well, I know him as Bash, but I'm going to let him introduce it himself to the kind listeners. Um, Bash, over to you. Uh, nice to be back reunited with you, Uncle. <laughs> it's been a while. Oh, my That's... gosh, my mum's... Vo- oh, gosh, she's That's... literally calling me. Can, is that, has that interrupted anything? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay, hold on. Um, We're going to keep this in. This is hilarious. <laughs> Just, can you um, yeah, what? my mum's out shopping. I told you I was doing errands for her before this started. Okay. Um, Do you need to speak to mum? Can you no, text no, no, no. her? Do you need to text yeah, I'm her? Yeah, t- I'm texting her. Okay. The joys of live podcasting with... The joys. He hasn't even introduced himself. Oh, yet. yes, no, because I feel like I'm just that <laughs> legendary, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, as soon as they see the picture that that, that pops mm. up with the links and whatnot, like, that guy, yeah. Do you know how many guys I've painted, drawn, just created some mad artwork of the last time we were together? It was... It's amazing. It still goes on. It still ripples through. But yes, ladies and gents... <laughs> Bashir Aziz, <laughs> a.k.a. Bash, a.k.a. BXSQVI, Young Bashkiat, is in the building. He is definitely in the building and he's texting his mum. And I like to see, even though Bash, as I affectionately call him, is a man about town, he's a wheeler, he's a dealer, he still looks after his mum. And I think I that's a lesson, that is a lesson... Any of you out there, if you're not looking after your mums, if you're lucky enough to still have them, because I, I don't, unfortunately. Um, I was I was refreshed to see that Bash wasn't out walking the streets looking for <laughs> ladies, but he was actually doing some errands for his mum. So, Bash, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. Welcome. It's lovely to see your face, but I can say that the Arsenal shirt... That you're wearing underneath that incredible face. I would. Is not. It's not. I mean, it's 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 making me feel quite sick. But we won't go into football. We're not here to discuss football. <laughs> Bash, if you would like to kindly explain why um, why we're talking, how we met, 
and why you have such an incredible face, body, and everything in between. Um. Oh, that's a that's a long story. Well, not a long. I'll compress it. We I have an hour. We have an hour. Oh yeah, we do have an hour. I forgot I'm, about that. Part. I'm gonna I'm gonna go and have my tea now. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? Leave me the, to look at these shirts yeah, behind I'll, you. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll put a picture of Tony Adams up, mate. It's fine. <laughs> um. Well, what can I say? So, uh, so like I said, I'm Bashir Bashir Aziz officially. Um, 27 years old from South London. Um and uh, da, 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 where can I start? I I would say I'm an artist now. I've been an artist for maybe five, six, seven years now. Um, and yeah, the journey, the journey from Brock. It started uh, as a self love journey. I would say. Um, it started when I was you know just like in my house uh, taking like back when Instagram wasn't a piece of um amazing social network like it is today. Lol. Um, what you mean, like with suggestions and permanent advertising? You know the golden. You mm. know how like you'd follow people and you just got people there on your timeline that you just where did wanted these guys to come actually from? follow? Yes, yeah, <sighs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, no. Um, so back in that era, um, pre BC before COVID, yeah, um. I used to literally, you know, just uh, take pictures with my friends, blah, 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 you know, uh, dress up nice, see see what sort of images we could get. Because I never, believe it or not, uh, maybe like say one and a half to two years before me and you met, I wasn't that much of a picture person. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I wasn't really confident within myself. But then I thought, you know what, life's short. I don't know when I'm going. As, so as just... both away, we. we're both short. <laughs> ah, listen, I think I got an inch on you though. I'm not too sure. <laughs> I'm not even. I'm not even going to re- respond to that. That throwaway piece of, well, just <laughs> rumor. But but to kindly dive in there just quickly, can you please? Obviously, there will be a, a plethora of our, well, your iconic images. Not because I've taken them, but because you are visually nothing short of a treat with a capital Thank you, T. Man. But. Can you can you explain to the people kind of listening what your skin condition is? Yeah. And just because obviously this is a podcast and it's yeah. important for them to know that why you're so incredible to look at even though so, you're wearing that Arsenal shirt. <laughs> so um so uh, I've got something called a vitiligo. I'll put that in quotes because um whatever but yeah so i've got a vitiligo and i was born with it actually um and i've always had it um and um if like say for example when i was a a baby i would say uh well okay for starters vitiligo is you know a a skin condition um uh, your pigments well my mom says are asleep under your in your system still and then one by one they wake up well that's for me anyway because um I don't know. I don't know how many cases are like this, but as I get older, my skin uh, regenerates, if that makes sense, mm. which happens to quite a few, a few people, I think. Um, but the usual case is, OK, you start off with your full pigment and then it goes away. You get pig, um, vitiligo here, there and there. But that wasn't my case. I was always out in a, from birth. I think I was 70 percent you know, like more pick, um, more white than black. And then <clears throat> as I got older, um, see, even the 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 streak that's in my that runs down my face it was wider before um and 
it's it's something that I've just gotten used to, something that I've learned to love. Um, and um, yeah, it's all over my body. It's on my arms, it's on my, it's on my hair. It affects my hair. I love the fact that it affects my hair now. Um, I don't even have any hair. The only, I know, the I know, only I was... hair that I have is growing out of my ears now, Bash. <laughs> I mean, you are a lucky man. And to, to dive in there quickly, I mean, you. Uh, I'm not just saying this because we are, you know, speaking face to face. But you are a phenomenal human being, and I know Thank I you, know that, that I we joke and we break each other's balls, and and I kind of love that. You know, we have that understanding that we can sort of take the Mickey out of each other. But I remember when I sort of embarked on the Vitiligo series. I when I do a series, um, yeah. I'm either commissioned by a charity to do it to raise awareness or I just or somebody suggests a series or I see something and I'm just like you know I've got to you know I've got to do this series oh you've just ooh, paused you sped me. up paused and then boom, boom, boom. okay well don't don't worry about the visual I can still hear and no. I was following <clears throat> I was following the vitiligo hashtag on Instagram and you came up wearing a, a quite a loud i think almost like a hawaiian shirt oh yes yeah, yes yeah. yes i mean it wasn't luckily it wasn't an arsenal shirt because i don't think i would have probably <laughs> reached out but i saw i saw this image of you and i was like i've got to find out who this guy is right that that was all i was worried about and I reached out to you thinking he's going to be, he's not even going to be anywhere near me. You know, for some reason, <laughs> I thought you're in the States. I don't Everyone know thinks this is crazy. I think the location or where you were, it might have been the Hawaiian shirt. I don't know what it was. It, but it, it, it was the Hawaiian shirt, the hat, and the fact that it, there was no background really for you to yeah, gauge it, like it, where it, I was. I just didn't think that <laughs> it was going to be in London. Okay? Anyway... We, yeah, I reached out to you, and 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 you were literally two suburbs away, and yep. I, I just, I, I mean, for me, it, it is that kid in a sweet shop mentality. It always is, and I was just like, you've got to get over, mm -hmm. and I think this was twenty seventeen, twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, yeah. Um, now it would have been 17 because we've moved. We moved in the February and we did it at the old house. Was it in 17? Yeah. Okay. And I remember, I remember the date because it was, we actually worked together oh. on, on my, my 27th birthday. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, by, but by the time Bash arrived, I, I, was, I was mid 40s. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. <laughs> it took me a while to get dressed and get there, but we got there in the end. Indeed. I mean, I, I was... It was worth the wait, I would say. It, it was indeed, Bash. Um, the images have... Not because I've taken them... Had a, a, an a phenomenal response. They, As mm -hmm. you say, they've turned up here, there and everywhere. And... I mean, 
yeah, I mean, it has just been an incredible journey. You know, you've, really you've been in this exhibition, we've done this, this, that, and the other. But to to go back, Bash, um, because we'll we'll sort of talk more about um, the present day in a bit. Um, wh- what was it like um, growing up? Because uh, obviously, visually, I think you're incredible, and I think Olive said to you, "You look like one of the X Men." When 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 yeah, Olive met you, you would that, have been, yeah. Olive would have been four or five. I mean, what what was it? What was it like growing up, like um, fully, uh, my whole childhood? I mean, when when you were little, up, I mean, was, was visually, trip- I mean, were you aware that you looked? I mean, I like I say, uh, you yeah. Are... I was definitely, I was definitely aware from like say when consciousness kicks into to your mind and whatnot, and you can understand, gauge other people's emotions. But not even that. It's just when you're in school, day to day basis. Um, I knew that I was different. It wasn't really hard to, I don't know, um, suss out. It was just more of like the acceptance of it, mm. and um. <clears throat> I remember I wasn't really a fan of like say short sleeve shirts because I didn't want anyone to like ask me questions about it. Uh, but at the same time, it was weird because uh, when my mum when when I was younger, uh, my mum obviously taught me to dermatologists here, there, and everywhere. Uh, to, you know to like see okay what can be done this and that. And then I it, I think it was like at the age of seven or six where I was like um, I'm not I'm not doing this stuff no more. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to hide basically. I'm not gonna. Pe- put on this makeup that this doctor's suggesting i mean it remove it doesn't make me feel like i am me do you understand um so so doctors were suggesting that you wore camouflage makeup yep wow i i, I, like find, I find that absolutely disgraceful it is it 100 percent is um and um that i think I, yeah like i said I, I noticed that from a very young age and i was like mom you know what like Stop stressing, because I saw the amount of stress it had on my mum, to be fair. I mean, like, well, I, like why, you said... Why do you just... think that was... Do you think your mum was stressed because she wanted you to kind of fit in? Because I know what it's like for um, for parents, and I say this on every episode, you know, I'm a father mm-hmm. of two, and all you want mm-hmm. is them to be healthy and happy. Happy and healthy, and that, that's exactly. It, and, and support the right football team. Was she, well, the question is was your mum stressed because you were supporting Arsenal or was it or was it something else? I think I think it was a little bit. What actually happened was I saw Michael Owen versus Arsenal and I was like I couldn't support that team. I can't support that team, mum. I'm, I'm definitely staying. Even though we're in the south of London, I'm definitely yeah. uh, rooting for the North, north London's red forever. But um, like you said, it's literally um, that thing where my mum wanted the best for me, um, and you know. Uh, it was it was it was me and her alone in this country. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't anyone else um, to speak to, or you know, for a support and this and that. So she was. So I th- I feel like at points she felt very much <clears throat> alone, but mm. also at the same time she wanted that. She didn't want me to feel stressed about what it was. At yeah. the same time, it was the okay nineties that I was born in, um, where I don't know. Um, things aren't as diverse as they are you know i think it's much more like say raw back then the further we go back in time Mm. so she wanted me to fit in not really have any problems um i remember when i got older like maybe she was when i was 15 16 when i got a girlfriend and brought her to the house she was like well afterwards she was like um you know i actually 
feared that this wouldn't happen because I didn't think that people would accept you, this and this and this. And I was obviously, she was worried about, I don't know, um, she didn't know what vitiligo was to begin with. It never happened to any of my siblings or any of my other siblings. Um, mm. So it was a thing with that. She just wanted me to be happy, healthy, hence why just she wanted me to... fit in, yeah. Exactly. And let's and face like, it, Bash, you have made up for dating the ladies ever since, mate. I have. I really have. I can't. I can't. I mean, I, I won't show the black book now. But yes, no. It looks. It's. Just, it's a bit healthy. I will. I won't say. I won't lie. Um. But yeah, no. It was. Just, it was just that. And um. I mean, I can't. I can't. Uh. What's the word that I'm looking for? I just understand where she was coming from. Do you know? That's why she's always been like some. Yeah. What a pivotal figure in my in my life. Not just like say as a parent, so with, but someone that's strong. Um, and I know we're having a, a slight FaceTime issue. But your audio is yeah. going to be fine as lo- as long as you cool. can. You just keep recording; it'll be fine. So lovely. You you were saying that there was nobody in this country apart from your mum, your Me siblings, and, mom. and and that was it. My siblings were still back home. My siblings were still back home. They were still in Africa. So well, it was just where, where where in Africa were they? In Tanzania. So my mum left Tanzania, uh, came over here, linked up with my dad. Don't know where he's gone now. As as sometimes it happens, right? Um, I, f- mm. yeah. I mean, off the record, I I would say I don't I don't think he's alive. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and yeah, it's, it was just like a lot of I don't know. It was a my mum went through a lot of stuff, man. My mum was depressed at a point. My mum was. You know, like sent to place. I've been. I had to live with relatives at a point where because my mum was just stressed about the fact that oh, have I done something wrong to my son? What have I done? Um, you know, and then at the same time, it's like the husband's not there or the ma- the father of the child isn't there. Basically, um, it was it was just a whole lot of shit going on in her head. Mm. You know, um, and on top of that, it's the daily. They, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, my mum told me specifically what what drove her, like, say, into into that sort of bad place at that time was the fact that, um, the, you know, my father's wasn't there anymore, um, and the fact that I looked really different, and the fact that okay, it wasn't like a, an issue where. I don't know. It's not like a quick fix. Do you know what I mean? It's not like okay, cool. You can go to a doctor and then mm. boom, you've got new skin and you're all brown again. Do you know what I mean? It's it's it's, it's not that. It's it's the the cycle of right. What what do I do now? How is he going to be in the future? Should I go back to Africa with him? Should I do this? Should I do this? Should I stay here? Should he tough it out? But I feel like, you know, my I think my character kind of helped because I've never been like. I remember, okay, cool, a certain time, I think one time in primary school where I was upset because a girl didn't, you know, go out with me when I asked her, I was like six years old, you know, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, she she was you know. 19 at the time though, Bash. Yeah, obviously I was shooting my shot as boys do, do you get me? <laughs> and she's like, it's not the skin, it's not anything, it's just the age gap. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> but yeah. Um, obviously, you know, I didn't, I didn't get that at that time. And that's probably the only time I felt, oh, maybe is it because of my skin? But at the same time, I've always been a witty person. I've always had banter. I've always well, you must have a good shied. sense of humour to support Arsenal. I, bash. I've got listen, fantastic sense of humour, <laughs> and even thicker skin, my friend. But that that all comes into play, and then and then like 
years later, maybe when I was 11, 12, went into secondary school, see, it's another level now. You've got and way I think, more kids. And I think that that's also more brutal going into... It's to, definitely more brutal. Just, just to dive in there, because there is a, there's a certain thread that is always the same with whoever I photograph, who has visual differences, mm-hmm. is that you have this... Um, uh, team of people around you when you're in primary school that you're you're safe you've got this unit and everything's good and then when you go to high school that group might completely change you've got on your own again you've got 10 times the amount of people you don't have that sort of comfort blanket around you Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and to be fair everyone's hormones are going through the roof and it, it's it's a melting pot, isn't yep. it? When you went to high school, Bash, what... I mean, it must have been like a completely game-changer. It it was, but that was... um, It, it, it was almost like um, the perfect living version of the quote, um, the best things come from uncomfortable places yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Because, well, firstly, I didn't know how to tie a tie. Didn't want to look like a twat. Um, <laughs> now, it's now a, it's now an eighteen rating. <laughs> I do apologise, uh, Auntie Beryl, who's listening in in Cardiff. I do apologise about that. I, I, yeah, I, no, I'm from the streets, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it, it was it was really uncomfortable to be honest. Like to the first two months, you know, it's you know assessing everyone in your year, you know, and you know I think what made it worse was. I went to an all boys school, so it's just testosterone says a lot, everywhere. Mate. Says a lot. So it's all so it's all making sense now. Bash, keep talking, mate. Keep talking. <laughs> so I went to all. Listen, there was an all girls school right next door, but yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, it's 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 a it's a thing where you have to. I don't know, almost analyse all the people in your year, see who you're cool with, who you get on with, who wants to fight, um, mm. who who's academically on your level sort of thing. Because my mum was always that sort of person, like, you should make friends with, like, say, people that you like, but also smart and will benefit you and whatnot. So I was almost is, trying is to do that Is that why you're thing. talking to me today, Bash? Basically, it's just a smart so... thing. Yeah, it's just the I'm ac- academically. I'm just I'm just ticking the boxes. Top not first degree, mate. <laughs> but um, but then on top of that, you got like all the other years. So mm. I was in year seven. You got year eight, nine, mm. ten, and eleven. And they're and big kids. And they're big kids. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like looking at giants. Yeah. you know. Um, Tough nuts. And then. Of course, you know, some of them would ask me like, yo, like what, like, well, go on, what's up? Like, how mm. come you got this? What is this mm. called? And then that almost gave me a thicker skin and, you know, comfortability and telling them what, what it is and what was. Did, um, did you see that as an icebreaker, Bash? Did it, did it sort of, because uh, I know that uh, as, as I've got two kids, one's in going into year nine in September and Olive's going into year six, but it's... It's, um, was it quite brutal or did you find that because you, I mean, like I keep reiterating, I think you're a, an exceptional looking human being. Um, yeah. and, and joking apart, 
you know that I genuinely mean that. Yeah. But did you find at school that, I mean, kids are beyond brutal. Beyond brutal. And, and there's no hiding place. And if you show, and I say this to my two, if you show any weakness, it's probably like being in prison, which going yep, to school yep. kind of is. It's literally. <laughs> it was, it was to me. Like um, I mean, I hated high school. Um <laughs> But did you did you find that that it was brutal, or did you find in time your visual differences became a, almost like a, a a trump card that you could? Sort it it of... was. I feel it was because um, I mean to be to be honest, there there is a there were quite a few. I mean, not many because like I didn't speak to everybody, but at the same time, as I'm older now, I know that half of the people that I don't speak to think that or think have, share the same view as you and myself like you know they think I look you know great amazing blah 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 it's just they've never told me do you know what I mean or I've never asked or been in that situation where I would know mm. or whatnot um luckily I think there was like maybe two people that made it known that like yo I, I really f with your look do you know what I mean like I really like it and I like the fact that you don't wear a hat you know you're, you're authentic in PE you do your thing and to be honest, they're, they're still my friends today. Mm. Um, but they're the and, kind of people you want to be around, Bash, regardless yeah, of, no, of your appearance. You want to be 100%. around people that, you know, aren't making life harder than it already is. Yeah, no, the, the non-judgmental part was was amazing, like, when I when I found that out. And to be honest, for like from the exterior, from one of these guys, like, you would never guess that he's that, I don't know, loving, you know, sort mm. of guy that would just accept and knows differences and knows not to take the mick and this and this like obviously me and him have had personal conversations when it's much more easier to you know okay cool this is what it is come to my house even you know that's you know that's when you, you know, get your friends blah 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 mm. build your relationships but then when when you talk about icebreaker the only time it felt like an icebreaker or made things easy was i thought in my first like say first few weeks going into school in year seven that if I have this, um, that they're less likely to pick on me even more. If that makes sense. No, please, please. Um... So say for example, so so I so if I was in school now, and because I went to a school and it's it's known for for being violent, like fireworks in the hallway sort of stuff. It's just about and, that, and that's just the, that's just the headmaster or mistress. That's just the headmaster. <laughs> Well, the headmistress left because of a reason. Because of that, because she was letting fireworks off in the hall. Oh, there was a lot of stuff that went on in that in that school, man. But um, yeah, so say for example, if it if it if it felt like okay, cool, these group of guys are trying to come at me for I don't know to pick on me to make me like weak or take my money or something, whatever it is, mm. I would automatically feel. I mean, literally, just for the first few weeks that. If if I was to tell them, okay, cool, I'm Muslim even, um, or that I've got this, like, I mean, I'm visually different. I don't see why you would want to pick on me even further. Mm. I already got a disadvantage. I already got to deal with this. Mm. That's what I thought in my head. Right. Did, did, you, I, did you, I mean, you were saying that about kids maybe nicking your money and stuff. Mm. Question now, and I'm, I'm going to sort of delve deep. So if you can be yeah. honest with this, Bud. While you're at school, did anybody attempt to steal any of your Arsenal shirts? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what. Being an <laughs> being an Arsenal fan at school was 
brutal because this was yeah, this was the that, period where yeah. we're doing this we're yeah. doing that like we're in Champions League and getting knocked out mm. left we got beat 8-2 by Manchester mm. on a on a on a Premier League match I had to mm. walk in the school the next day mm. everyone's like I'd hate to be an Arsenal fan I'm just like like me you know it's, it's, it was crazy I mean obviously we had a little collective even the guy that you know um, I'll shout him out his his name's Sylvain um, but he's an Arsenal fan as well um, I think like me and him are we grew close because he lives what well his granddad lives like say two minutes from me he he personally lived five minutes from me he also supported Arsenal we were both born in August so we had a lot in, com- uh, in common yeah. um, so that was easy but, um, but go back know, to school, from... did you feel that... So did you... Oh, my battery's going low. I can't believe this. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. It's fine. It's all right. We've got this. Um, do, you, do, you, do you feel that you were sort of picked on? Or do you, did you, after those first few um, months, did it sort of... Did everyone kind of get used to you visually? Yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah, everyone. Because, because, yeah, it was literally one of those. After the first few months, um, it was like a big. <sighs> okay, cool. I can fully be myself. Like I don't mm. have to do any further explanations. Um, I think luckily or unluckily, I got in one fight and won it, and got the reputation of winning that fight. Um, was it with the headmistress that had set off the fireworks in the? In luckily, the hall? it it wasn't, but it was in that very hallway. <laughs> I'll tell you that in that very hallway. So, um, year seven, going to high school, do you feel that your mum was like super stressed about you going to high school because she was preempting? I mean, my, my late father used to say, worrying's like riding a rocking horse, you know, it, it oh, passes the mom's... time but gets you nowhere. I mean, was she just like panic stricken? Mm. My mum's not a worry. I mean, she is a warrior, like someone all that parents, battles. All parents are. But at the same time, she is a warrior. Mm. Um, but luckily, I think by that time, because um, uh, I think my brothers came to England were back end of year six. Mm. So when I was starting into year seven and they got... And they're how, older than how, me. They're older. How old, yeah, are you, they're older than how old are your brothers? Uh, so one is 34... So he was in like, say, when I was in year seven, he was in like year 10 or 11, one of those two. He only spent like one or two years there. Mm. Um, and my other brother's like 37. So he didn't even go. No, he went to a completely different college, matter of fact. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, I, I, I mean, I had a little backing knowing that, okay, cool, I've got an older brother. That, that always makes things a lot easier. Um, mm. Because I don't know, I wouldn't necessarily go to school with him because he had an early in the morning job and I would like meet him at school and then we'll go home together sort of thing. Or yeah. even we wouldn't because he had his own group of friends and I did as well. Yeah. Um, but um, it was that sense of, okay, cool, at least your brother's going with you at the same school or something. Like even in primary school, he used to pick me up from school when, when my mum wasn't able to and whatnot. Um, so it was always that sense of your, your brother's always going to be there to look after you. And I think... I've always made it easy for her as well. I think it's been a little bit like that. Like I've always reassured her, like I would always be fine. Mm. Um, and luckily, I, ha- I mean, I don't, there's never been an incident where, I don't know, my mum's had to call the phone, I mean, pick up the phone and something terrible's happened to her son, thank God. Um, yeah. So I think 
you know, all of that made it easier for her. And, you know, okay, cool, you're going to be good with your brother. Everything's fine. Um, so I, I think that, you know, definitely put a lot of calling, calling to her any worry that she had. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, to fast forward a little bit, you you yeah. sort of mentioned earlier about um, at 15, 16, bringing you first proper girlfriend home yeah and your <clears throat> mum probably just being honest saying oh i didn't know whether you were going to date anyone which um yeah. the irony um, <laughs> um, <laughs> um very ironic right now when yeah. i mean we can all you know remember sort of teenage the intensity and and how relationships are in your sort of mid-teens when your mum said that, Bash, how did that make you feel? I mean, did you laugh it off? Was it a bit of a, like, really, mum? I mean, because what's going on in your head, and obviously we've yeah. known each other for, you know, a number of years now. Mm-hmm. How, how did that make you feel with your mum saying that? Honestly, um, honestly, it made me feel... 10 times better and bigger. What, that you'd proved her wrong? Yeah. I've always had this mentality. Um, me and my mum have never, not never, but so often we don't get along. And that's okay. Like, I understand that. You, you can't get along and uh, agree with everything that your parent says and thinks and wants she, you to she do. She's a Spurs you know I mean? fan. <laughs> She's actually Manchester United. Oh Can God. you believe that? Oh. God. Please don't swear <clears throat> on on. on on the podcast <laughs> I mean my 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 lovely friend Chris Fink who edits these shows hopefully I do very little for him to edit out but that those two horrendous words shall not grace this podcast again I know, I please, know. Never please say don't again. say the MU word mate well, that's it. We'll just keep um, us at moo. I don't. I mean, don't even say that. <laughs> don't do not. Even, let's not. Let's move on swiftly. So you, you and your mum know how to rub yeah, each so, other the wrong way. Yeah, like we, we. She, she. For example, she always wanted me to be a doctor or you know get a. My mum's traditional. I think like a lot of parents nowadays are traditional. They want their kids to. I mean, back then anyway. Um, you know, I want him to have a a certain job that will give you a Security, salary at the end yeah. of every month and you know, I want you to go uni and this and that. Um, and I've, I've always been, I, I have different views and I, I I want to see things for myself. Yeah, you're going to tell me something is something, but I want to see for why it is, if that mm. makes sense. No, totally. So, so, I mean, I think it goes with the saying, um, I heard the saying a long time ago, but if you don't hear, you must feel, sort of. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you can tell me all of this and all of that, but at the same time, I all I heard growing up was people crying about how much they owed uni and all this time I'm thinking I thought education was free I'm sure I can surely I can still educate myself it used to be yeah yeah good old times when Brock was well I mean well I mean I'd I'd long (laughs) since finished my education by by 25 but I mean when I did my degree you yeah. could get student loans and doing photography was a, a horrifically expensive course to do just from a materials point of view. Yeah. <clears throat> but now, I mean, I've done 
lecturing at, at Gloucester University where I, I used to study back in 1891, back in the day. Uh, and he had black and white photography. Colour photography hadn't been when, invented. When Arsenal was, was, was just six years... I, I don't even think Arsenal <laughs> were even... In, I don't even think football was a thing when I when I was at university, <laughs> let alone Arsenal. But, uh, I mean, back then, the student loans were a new thing and uh, you couldn't... You weren't paying through the nose for your actual courses and stuff. And now, because I've I've stayed in in contact with with uh, Trudy Ballantyne, who's one of my lecturers, who's now head of the course, and David Lloyd, who was my sort of mentor. I mean, we're going back thirty years, joking apart. Yeah. Um, and the fees now that that people are having to pay it's just i, I think it's more, education now second you know sort of degrees and that it's a privilege bit, and it is also becoming i think post covid a lesser thing because people just yeah. can't afford to do it yeah literally um and i've always thought on that scale you know i've always thought you know i mean i i respect i respected my mum for wanting me to have out know a, a secure how mm. job future and whatnot but i was like you know i've always been a creative person or i've always been a creator from as long as i can remember i'm always singing along something i'm always drawing something i'm always trying to take the best picture of something um <clears throat> and I think when I was growing up, it was like, okay, cool. What job can I do that would allow me to do all these things at the same time, make my mum proud of me and whatnot. But then like, that was just a one aspect of the things that me and her disagreed on. Mm. So then when she, so when I came back with, um, with a pretty curly haired girl, you know, uh, who was my size back in the day and whatnot, um, I introduced her to my mum. My mum was like, this is your girlfriend. I, I, you know, and then, after she'd left, blah, 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 you know, I, like, gave, you know, like a, a, a dude would almost, like, bro, between me and you, mm. you're punching almost, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. I was like, well, I, I'm, I'm so happy I've, I've succeeded, I've accomplished something, you know, that, mm. that you thought I could never do, let alone myself, but I've done it. Did your mum openly say that to you, Bash, that you're... Yeah, yeah, that... she's very honest. She's too clear. She's too honest. I mean, I, I, I'm a very straight-talking individual, but I, w I don't think I would feel comfortable turning to my children and saying, you're never going to have a partner. No, no, it was just a worry that she had. Because obviously, I mean, like, me and my mum joke about all the time now, the same way me and you joke about. Mm. This, it, was a, it was a thing where it's like, like, Bash, like, you, it's like you've made me proud, blah, blah, blah. I've never seen you with a girlfriend. The last time you spoke about a girl was when you were six years old and you got rejected and by she, Molly. And she, and she was 19. <laughs> and she was 19, you know, crazy age difference. I don't know what you was thinking. You weren't thinking, like, Bash. That was I problem. wasn't, but, you know, the hormones do the things, you know At what I mean? Six. <laughs> At six. At six, yes. <laughs> we see one Baywatch and you're like, what, what's that? I remember back then it was Love Boat. I was all about that. God. <laughs> Love Boat, blimey. We are going back. So yep. um, so you went through the rest of your high school, would you say relatively unscathed? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, like, there was, I mean, I was still, I was still 
learning confidence within myself. I think back then I was still wearing, um, like, say, hats wherever I could. Mm. Um, and not really, I wouldn't wear... I wouldn't really wear short sleeves, but that it wasn't even like I wouldn't even care about the sun being sunburnt. You know, it was just like I, so I just to be perfectly fair though, mate. I mean, the weather's so averagey. Probably didn't really <laughs> actually have any any reason to wear a short sleeve shirt. You know what? One summer, <laughs> one summer, I remember um, the school uh, the school trip. I think it was like in year six, like they do an end of year trip. Mm. Um, and my school were taking some kids to France, or they were taking the kids to France, basically. But um, I hadn't got my passport sorted in time, which was a real bummer. Mm. So the kids that stayed in England just um, basically had fun all week. And we went to, like, museums, cinema, this and that. And because I was still with, like, say, my friends and whatnot, like, some of them... I mean, two of my best friends went to France, but there were still, like, say a few girls that I used to chat to who were on my table that I was really comfortable with and we were the ones that went to the school trips. And that was when I took my, you know, like, shirt off and I was like, yeah, I'm, uh, it's fine. Like, it's summer. It's fucking boiling. Sorry, it's boiling. Oh, there we go. It's, 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 a, it's, it's, it's an 18 plus now. I mean, at this rate, I mean, I've got it's to... It's 21. It has to be 21 always. I've, I've now got to re remove the M-U word and the F word, Bash. <sighs> Listen, I'm sorry. No, I'll it's put fine. A it's You're passionate, mate. It's good. It's all good. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it would be very hypocritical of me, uh, the world's worst <laughs> wearer of all time. <laughs> so you started at this point removing your shirt and, and just being a lot more blasé Free. about stuff. Yeah, how yeah, how yeah. how what what was the turning point first of all and secondly was there a sense of relief that you I think one thing I learned from people like your good self bash is that when you as a person come to not to terms but you you come to a point where you accept yourself um mm -hmm. as an individual you then think, why have I wasted all this time torturing yep. myself mentally? Was was it that kind of a hundred percent? And and I think it was like, I thought I was almost um, grateful to God, like he he gave me that opportunity to feel that way at a young age because I've watched a lot of. Well, me and my mom spent a lot of time together, and we've watched a lot Sounds of. Sounds like it. Trash, trash TV like EastEnders. Mm. Or, you know what? Brookside was our thing, if you ever remember that. Yeah, I do remember. Liverpool, from Liverpool. <clears throat> well, uh, that, but, yeah. That we, that we, we just had to get that in. <laughs> in fact, they're, they're, they're bringing it back, but they're going to call it Brockside. <laughs> oh, God, I should I should have saw it coming. I thought you were so serious as well. I was like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> get me on the get me on the pilot. I'd love to be part of that. <laughs> you wouldn't be a, but, um, you wouldn't be a pilot, mate. You'd be an air steward. <laughs> Trolley dolly. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about planes. Sorry. Um, yeah. So me and I uh, spent a lot of time together and it was. Sorry, what you asked? Sorry, what was it? The point where you just realised that you were comfortable with yourself and that you were just, why have I wasted all this time? And then you, yeah, you yeah. said that you were relieved that you'd been given this opportunity at a young age. At a young age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I'd seen, 
um, a lot of things on TV. Like my yeah, like I said, Brookside. me and my mum used to watch a lot of stuff. Brookside. It went going from Brookside to EastEnders down to like say extraordinary people and um, like these documentaries on Channel Five, which I used to love. By the way, they used to come on at like nine PM, and it was just like lots of different medical cases that you don't see day to day. Sounds like a house. <laughs> <laughs> a bit more realistic than house um but it was just the fact that they existed or mm. these people existed and it, hearing them talk about stuff and then okay cool they got they got help but then i would always it's always a sense of like say gra- is it the word gratitude or? I, I think almost comfort that you weren't probably alone i mean to dive in yeah. there bash um obviously i think seeing i I've, I've got my uh, CMN exhibition, uh, How Do You See Me Now, which was commissioned by Caring Matters Now. Yeah. They're doing a, vi- a virtual exhibition in the US and they've currently got the physical show at the derm- the UK's dermatologist convention, which I think is up in Glasgow or Edinburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I think... One thing, when it's something skin-related, it's either a birthmark or something you're born with or, or you know, like with you know, pigment or, or yeah. whatever. If it's something that's super rare, which, mm-hmm. you know, 20 years ago, Vitiligo didn't have the, the, the press and the media coverage that it does today. Yeah. It must have been, I think when I speak to people and they say, when I found out there was somebody else exactly like me, it was like this revelation that you, it was just a relief. Yeah. I mean, when you were watching this show on Channel 5, was it yeah. was it kind of giving you a bit of comfort? Yeah, 100%. 100%. It, it made me feel like, you know what, Bash, I, I, I've always said this, but I've got, I, I have to reiterate it because it's, I think it's so important. Like, mm. you, I looked at, the, I, 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 there was, a, I mean, it, number one, I think I knew that Michael Jackson even had it as well mm. um, at a young age. And I was like, if a legend like that can have it, then, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I can turn into a legend myself. Um, you are a legend. But it was also... Thank you, man. I'm on my way to being a legend. I'm halfway there. Well, you're like, a you legend at the moment. Leg- <laughs> yeah, leg- <laughs> I'm a legend. <laughs> but like, well, like you say, I use both. I, I mean, I realise I've got both my legs, you know, to yeah. be that legend. Yeah. You know? Um, and they're incredible legs. To do, that, yeah. to do that work, you know, the artwork mm. that I want to do. I can click a camera. I can... I don't. I mean, you see so much. I mean, even nowadays. I mean, back then it wasn't. It was like say a, a rare or more rare to see. But I think nowadays now you're seeing more. I don't know exposure of different things and what's out there. You see, I don't know people driving cars with feet because they have no arms. You know, and I'm just yeah. like, they've come to terms with it. There's nothing wrong with it, of course. But I'm just like, I don't know how I would cope in that first realization of knowing I, I wouldn't be able to do this mm. or draw click camera so it's about when, adapting when I was like, isn't when I it it's literally about... told myself it's just skin you know like it's not it's not it's not um it's not something that affects my breathing it's not something that affects my day-to-day like that it's mm. literally a confidence thing yeah it's a, um, it's a good that's a very good that's a very good point and i think you are I remember, and it would have probably been about three or four years ago, 
you did yeah. a photo shoot where you wore camouflage makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember commenting on your Instagram and saying that you looked like an accountant. <laughs> yep. And I, I look, say that, and I often mention accountants. I don't know why, because my, my accountant, Joe Strickland's the most unorthodox rock star legend, and, and she is a living legend. Um, but you looked, you lo- literally, Basic. you looked like a geography teacher from 1985 i was like it was literally like your your flame had been put out i mean yeah, no, i'm not saying that you're unattractive you're not an unattractive man Bash. that's not what i'm saying but because mm-hmm. you are such a unique visual treat to the eye yeah when that was gone it, it was really hard to to digest yeah, and yeah, that's look- exactly why I did it. I think every, I think that that photo went ridiculously viral. Um, I, I, I had uh, yeah, sleepless I saw- nights for weeks after that. <laughs> I think I was even. I think what, I was me in the corner of your room, just dude, like dude. I had to. I literally. I think we even had to put plastic sheets on the bed. It really affected me, Bash. <laughs> it really affected me. <laughs> So yeah, no, I did. That. I I wanted to. I really wanted to do that because um, I just wanted to. I I, I wanted to. It was like a stamp, mm. you know. Like I definitely look better. And, like I would never Good. change anything about myself, no. even though I may have thought that many years ago. I'm just like, yeah. Again, it's it's the proving part that proving something wrong or someone wrong or even yeah. though it's myself, I like to do it. Yeah, yeah. So when I was six years old, I was like, bash. I remember. I literally remember praying like God, like. I, I do some sort of miracle where I wake up one tomorrow and it's all a dream. Do you know what I mean? And now I'm just like, how could you have ever wanted to think? If I had done the things, if I had had that this mentality that I had at six, mm. yeah, but I yeah, don't know. But hindsight is a, it's a it's hindsight is it's a, a, an amazing tool. Yeah. Um. And and I I did a a photo shoot today with with a, an exceptional. Um, woman who kindly flew in from New York for the Scars series, and we you, actually you caught the same flight. Basically, you caught. The but same... I just got here later, mate. You're always late. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a leg end. You're a latte. <laughs> um, and we actually did. We recorded our first actual face to face in the same room podcast, and. And she said she did mention something about, you know, my older self telling my younger self. But I think everybody, regardless of visual differences, how you, you know, how you look, what your experiences are, as you get older, if you're not learning still Mm -hmm. every day, then you're doing something wrong because nobody on the planet knows everything. Nobody. Yep. Um. So, yeah, I mean, I think it would be very hard for you to sort of say my six-year-old self because I don't know any six-year-old that knows all the answers, apart from my, my no, children. They don't know both all the answers, but they're definitely more curious than adults. So how do you find, um, going on about adults now, and I think we'll just fast forward a bit after leaving school. Yeah. What are your, <coughs> what are the experiences you have? Because day to day, 
be, be regardless of how phenomenal you look yeah people are going to look because you are incredible to look at yeah do what what's the sort of general uh response you get from people uh it depends if i'm in I, what do you mean is it just someone passing by is it someone that's talking to me so no when i mean you're walking down the high street yeah. And people are, are going to look because people are curious. That's just human yeah, nature. Yeah. But one thing I've learned is that the, the general public can be quite ignorant when they don't yep. know about something. And I think that there are a large uh, portion of society that feel compelled to comment, which I, I never really mm -hmm. understood. Mm -hmm. On a day-to-day... What's a normal day for you, Bash? With um, with dealing with the general public <clears throat> out in the street? Uh, I think a day-to-day -day or normality is a double look. Um But there's 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 a there's what do you call it? There's every, there's a flip side to the coin or mm. whatnot every single time with with everything yeah. that happens. So like I remember, okay, there there was times where I used to walk down the street, get a double look, um, and that would automatically put my confidence down because I tell myself one thing mm. when it's n when it's not actual concrete. Yeah, you you've got no idea. It's just your insecurities telling you what exactly. What. And um, I don't know. I've done I've done well in the last few years of my life. I've done a, a lot of reading, um, and a lot of like say brain juice yeah, if yeah. you would if you want to call it and it's like you don't know what they feel so you may as well tell yourself it's what you want it to be that's a very good that's <clears throat> a very good um, way of so every single time i mean a day-to-day -day, i cannot leave the house it's impossible whether it's a kid or someone that i've never seen before that will give me a double look mm. now when that happens which is probably like inevitable mm. um i always smile because i tell myself that they've looked at me because they've never seen someone as visually striking as me before and i'm smiling and it's just contagious enough to smile you know i mean um, you know, I, I think it's because you are an exceptional looking human being bash and i yeah. like i say i, I genuinely and, I, and I thank you so much for that but at the same time you know there's been um there's been times where that's not been the case, you know, where people are just like, nah, like, I remember being, I remember going to see my cousin up in Ramsgate, Ramsgate, like in Kent. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was like, I don't, uh, I don't want to say the word, but it's like, I don't know, like really chavvy sort of guy mm. or guys or whatnot, kids playing around. And they're yeah. like, oh, you look like a cow, this and this and this. I was like, okay, mm. is that it? <clears throat> or, or and then they oh yeah 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 blah 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 and then when they saw me like I don't know um, not really move or stand my ground and carry on playing with my cousins mm. they just like I don't know all of that nonsense just kind of flew out the windows like okay cool I can't bother him anymore yeah you know it's almost that but that that yeah a day to day basis literally is I'm I'm used to a double look if I don't really get people asking me anymore because I think it's just that common now or what's really sh shocking is when I expect people not to know someone goes no i actually know about it like my cousin's got it or i've got yeah. it on my leg i just you know the rest of me is fine do you know what i mean yeah. or whatnot or you can't see it anywhere else i'm like oh okay cool there's people that smile at me because um 
they've seen our photography or our work, um, which I, you know, the last few years has been crazy. There's, I think I was on the tube in Liverpool Street. Someone saw the work that Sorry, you did. Sorry, what street? Arsenal, <laughs> Highbury and Islington. <laughs> Victoria Line, right? I was on, I was on the Victoria Line, and somebody come up to. She literally, I, and the the thing for me was that the train was full at this point, um, and she, she I had basically, I I like to stand, I don't like to sit down on a tube because I just get really hot. So I like to stand next to the windows, mm. but then it gives me like a, a peripheral of the whole carriage. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not really looking, but if I look up, I feel like eyes are so powerful, like. Mm. You can see somebody looking at you from all the way down there if you're actually looking or if you've got that good of an eyesight, you know, or whatever. Well, I haven't, mate. I'm blind as a bat. But but please continue. So you, so, were, you were on the tube at Liverpool so was, Street. Yep, Highbury and Islington, right? <laughs> and um, so this... Uh, well, I mean, I got on and I noticed that this girl at the other end was like really... I don't know, she was cute and whatnot. Um, so we, so I've looked up. She's looked up. I've smiled because that's my usual default thing to do now. Like whether it's a man, woman, child, I would just smile. You know, um, and she smiled back, and I'm like, all right, cool, friendly person. Put my head for, uh, you know, kept my head down again, listening to my music, and then she's walked all the way through the carriage. And bear in mind, I think she's cute. All the other guys think she's cute and whatnot. Um, so she's walked past them. They're looking at her. They're like, where's she going? I've noticed she's coming towards me. I'm like, she can't be coming towards me. She can't be coming towards me. And then she stops. She's like, listen, I saw your work. She actually name dropped you like nothing. Mr. L Bank. Blimey. Amazing. Da, da, da. Even my ex was like, I'm <laughs> Mr. L Bank. I'm so jealous of this guy. I'm like, well, I'm so you love some and you, and you lose some. She's so jealous of this guy. Yeah, well, yeah, because yeah. I photographed you nude. Well, she, because you saw me first. Because you saw me first. <laughs> that's no, what that, it was. But that's awesome. But that's the whole point of what we, why we collaborate and do do the work that we do. Bash is so exactly. so you you get those those. I mean, exactly. I, I then, can I can I day, can I, mean, I just say? Day, like, obviously, she spoke to me. Um, she spoke to me. She was like, "Yeah, I saw your work." I think you're really good looking, blah, blah, blah. Would you like to get a drink? And we actually went out for a few times and it was a it was a good experience. Mate, you know? I'm, I am here to play Cupid where, even at Liverpool Street, you're, when I'm not there... You'll soon see the royalties. I am not... <laughs> you could keep the royalties. <laughs> whether, that's whether that's my children or like a bit of money, I'm not too sure. But royalties either way will definitely be in play. You've never told me that. That's a, that's a really good little anecdote there, Macy. That's that's good to to hear. That, I, that not be, that people know who I am, but that you're you're getting approached by a complete hottie on on the Stringy. tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll use that definitely. Incredible, because I, I mean, I I don't get anybody coming up on the tube to me saying they probably say, "Sorry, mate, your flies are under." You're like Banksy, though. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had Banksy's money. Money, I'll tell you that. Oh, listen, soon come, soon come. You need to find a tube to to spray paint. <laughs> God, you know, I haven't got I haven't got the strength <clears throat> to to go into graffiti, man. <laughs> too too old, and my eyes are too bad. So to bash to to sort of round it up because we are. Mm. I think we've sort of neared our. Have we? I really should put. A, Have we spoken for an hour already? It's it's five past seven. 
How long does it say on your audio? Does 58 it... minutes. Wow. Dude, time flies when you're listening to a leg end is all I can say. So as, as what, we... yourself? <laughs> Mate, I've been talking to myself for, for the best part of 50 years, Bash. So, I mean, that that anecdote was, was re- a very positive thing. But to, to encapsulate the end of our, our 60 minutes... Mm-hmm. Uh, you've, you've. I mean, you are. I mean, joking apart, Bash. I, I, I love to see how you, you go on from strength to strength. I think you know you, you're a very talented artist. I thoroughly enjoy the banter that we. I mean, I do feel like an honorary uncle. Uh, just joking. I do. I, I honestly, I honestly feel like an honorary nephew. Honestly, well, that, that's I mean, I very nice. I can't tell you how many. I, sorry, go on. Sorry, no, no, don't. You, you, um, ever since I've worked with you i've never felt so happy to have worked with someone or to be associated with someone um and it's like it's not something that i mean yeah it's not it's there was it was literally just good intentions and and there was no ulterior motive it was all yeah, about Yeah, do you know what positive. I mean? It wasn't like a, it's not like a publicity thing or or this or this. It's all just natural and, and what we see within each other. And that's what, honestly, I love about my uncle. And I don't fair. share my birthday with, with everybody, Bash. <laughs> it's all right. It's still recording. Oh, yeah, your headphones are gone. <laughs> right, I think we've had a... Uh, <laughs> This is live, gritty and real. Well, it sounds like your batteries are going. We've actually hit the hour. So I think I always like my... We, 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 mate, I don't think we've even got out of first gear. But to end on this hour, because my phone's about to die, your headphones are, and we actually have done an hour. I like people to end on a, on a words of wisdom and something positive. Um... Someone who's uh, just found out they've got um, vitiligo. What what would your advice be, Bash? Um, my advice: Don't worry about a thing, because every little thing is gonna be all right. Aretha says it as well, bro. I've got my hands, got my nose, got my feet, got my arms, got my liver. Like cherish that stuff that you have. You know, the the skin that you think is a big problem is just skin. It's a print. You know, you got heart like everyone else. Your heart beats the same way or maybe in a different way. Make someone else's heart beat differently when they see you out of love and admiration. And just love yourself. Mm. That's the actual mm. start. Love yourself and love will literally come back to you mm. undoubtedly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But... um you the, like there's a, a a quote Drake says. He says, mm, mm. "You don't worry about fitting in when you're custom made, and just let that sink in, and understand it because it's what it is." You know what a great line to end on. Bash, Bashir is um, my honorary nephew, from uh, uh, a sister from another Mister. Um, it's been a pleasure looking at your phenomenal face, not so much the horrendous shirt you're wearing. We will do... A, we're we're going to do another episode because there's a lot we haven't... 
but I think both of his batteries are dying. Um, so I'm going to stop recording now and say um, thank you for spending the time. Keep recording for a few more seconds. Uh, if you like what you've heard, which if you haven't liked listening to the lovely bash, then uh, you need to listen to another podcast. You can uh, subscribe with Face Value with Brock Earlbank on all the channels. And I would just like to say thank you, Bash. And I look forward to talking forward. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording now, but we can we can carry on for a few more seconds. I say so so I'm gonna stop and say goodbye, Bash. <laughs>